Tracy Cook and welcome to the podcast series Victim to Victory. This series gives a voice to those that have overcome obstacles in all forms that dare greatly to share their real stories. Amazing humans that have seen hope and risen above those adversities to become victorious that now support and inspire others to do the same. We have got an amazing guest today. Her name is Melanie Wood, and we would love to have you as part of our victim to victim community here today, Melanie, because I know how inspiring you are, how empowering you are. And we were talking before the show saying that it is great to meet another storyteller. So welcome, Melanie, to Victim to Victory. Thank you so much, Tracy, for having me. I'm super excited to be here and love everything that you're doing and really being able to help more people and, and help people share their stories as well. So thank you for having me. You are very welcome. Now, I'm going to share with our audience a little bit about you, if that's okay, because you have to follow Melanie. Uh, she is a storytelling queen. She is an expert and guru in her industry and in her field. And Melanie believes that communication can't be delegated and works with clients to build competence, to create confidence with empowering action. Melanie's work has transformed her clients, companies and businesses to the next level growth and capitalization. So she's in a very, very special place in storytelling because storytelling is our brand. Your brand is your story. Your story is your brand. And I love the way that Melanie is on a mission to help as many people build competence with communication in organizations and businesses around the world. Melanie is global. She is in a global entrepreneur space. Now, Melanie has built her business here in Australia, and it's great to have another Aussie on here, and back home in the UK, and divides her time between both countries. Now, Melanie has developed her business and interpersonal skills, working in a wide spectrum of organisations, blue chip companies, non-for-profit, private government, small businesses, both locally, nationally, and globally. Melanie has been featured, she's a very special guest today, in the world media, including Fox, NBC, CBS, the Boston Herald, she is amazing, everybody, and NY Headline as the leading speaking coach, empowering women to have a voice in this world, and that is more needed than ever. Melanie, you are an absolute rock star superstar where does your story start yeah thank you so much and um i love this question and it's it is stepping up to to be that leader and share share your story and it wasn't always the case for me it's taken me a long time to to get to that point to be able to share my story and i know that could be the same for a lot of other people so for me my story really begins Gosh, it's coming up to like 20 years ago now as well. Like, wow, time absolutely flies. And when I was 20 years ago, I was in my kind of late teens and I was absolutely fearless of life. Like I had the whole world, you know, at my oyster. It, the future was, was there. 
And I had this one-way ticket to go to America. So I was in Scotland at the time. And I had this one-way ticket to America because for me, America was the dream place. That's where you went for the opportunities and the dreams. I'd been on holiday and absolutely loved it and thought, how am I going to get there? And how am I going to immigrate? So from a small child, I knew that I would immigrate to another country at some stage. I just knew it. And literally was around about six months before leaving to go to America and begin that journey. I met a man um, in a nightclub and uh, back home in Scotland, Glasgow, um, you know, back in the day when you're drinking every weekend, that was, that was the thing. <laughs> and uh, when I was, when I was there, I, I met him and in a very drunken night out and I ended up binning my one way ticket to America and got into a relationship and got married instead and um, I was 18 at the time as well so quite naive quite young at, at the time as well and what ended up happening was I did enter into um, a domestic violence marriage um, and relationship in that time and being young I didn't really know any different like particularly in the beginning stages I didn't know so once you're in it and you've been in it a few years and you're very young and impressionable and all I foresaw was I've given up my American dream it's about a relationship get married have kids settle down have a good job like that's just the way that I foresaw that this was going to go um, and I was very wrong in in that in that in that thinking and over that time I was there I was in that relationship for around six years um, and then I really just didn't know what to do. Um, you know, if you're ever in that situation where you want to leave, but you just don't know how to leave and lots of things start to happening, you start to get into deep, you start seeing friends less, you start seeing family less, all you've got is work and all you've got is home life and that's it. And you become so scared to voice, to say anything. And a lot of my life just disappeared. Those hopes and dreams just completely disappeared. And it got to the point where I actually didn't want to be here anymore. And I thought, well, if I can't leave, then I'm as well just not being here in this world because I can't continue to live this way either. And it wasn't until one day um, in work, I was very, very good at being able to come into work, you know, put, put that brave face on. Nobody would have known. I was very like, this is who I am when I turn up for work. But I was very controlling at work because it was my only space to control. So I was a bit OCD. I was a bit of a control freak in terms of the way in which I wanted everything to be and everybody else to be as well. And I suppose I ended up being the person that nobody really wanted to approach because they were a little bit scared of me as well. And really then what happened after a few years um I come into work one morning and I just I couldn't take it anymore like I was at that point where my health was affected life was being affected and I couldn't I just couldn't hide it anymore and a colleague of mine must have known something wasn't quite right with me and she literally took her shoes off and she stepped over to me and she put my shoes on and she asked me if I was okay and in that moment, I knew I had to trust and say no and be okay with whatever happened after that, that I had someone that was going to support me. 
And then for an entire year, she literally held my hand. She'd been through an experience like, like, like I was going through. So it was the best person to meet because she knew how I felt. She never forced me to leave. She held my hand and she literally helped me for an entire year how to get my confidence back, how to be brave and have the courage to then eventually leave, um, which I did. And I absolutely owe her my entire life from, from doing that. That's why stories become so, so powerful because her sharing her story with me and me now being able to share my stories that you can make such an impact. But I remember... Um, the bathroom was like my safe haven because you could lock the door and I used to spend a lot of time, you know, sitting in the shower. And I remember kind of, um, I'm not religious in any way, I'm, I'm spiritual though, but I remember just like praying to God, to the universe, saying like, if you help me come out of this, I'm going to work to the rest of my days helping other people. And actually when I left, I did nothing for 12 years absolutely nothing I hated the world I was so cynical at everybody and everything that had happened to me and I might as well have still been in that relationship because I was still going through the motions and the uh, everything else around it and and really you know if I look back on it now it was kind of meant to be though that I was meant to go through that meant to go through the 12 years and then really to come forward to nine years ago when I was um, embarking on the journey to come to Australia, somebody gave me the book, The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. If anybody has read it or watched mm. the documentary on, on Netflix, it's um, an absolute game-changing book in my life. And just for you know, people watching or listening, to imagine you know, the Scottish girl with red hair who's super cynical at the world um, and is thinking like, why did this happen to me? And she's never read a self-development book ever. And someone gives me the book, The Secret, and go, hey, read this, where it says like, get creating and manifesting and take responsibility for your life. I went, well, that's a lot of BS. Have that back and I'm not going to read that again. <laughs> <laughs> and the secret is actually one of my very favorite books uh joe fatali who featured in that was actually one yes. of the people who endorsed um one of my books um wow, it is it is say. truly i'm i got goosebumps when you bring the title of that book up because literally that was one of the first real self-development uh, books that I read as well so I know how powerful it, it can be yeah it is it's massive and not on the first attempt but then my friend gave it back to me and said read it with an open mind and I was still at the point where I was like I don't want to be closed-minded so sure I'll read it again and then for me, I'm very visual. So then I actually watched the documentary. So it took like that three touch point for me to then go, ah, okay, like, let's see what other books I could read. And for six months prior to coming to Australia, I literally consumed books like No Tomorrow. And I literally was just absorbing all of the information. And then I got on a plane and came to Australia, which was only meant to be for a year. Eight years later, I'm still here, citizen of the country. <laughs> and um, so for me, things massively changed in my life. But I think I needed to come out of my environment from home 
as in in Scotland around um, people and I always say to people you know you don't have to come to the other side of the world because when I then came to Australia I was like why do I still feel like this like I'm in another country and I'm like oh anything to declare uh well I mean I have one physical bag but up here gosh let's how long have you got mm -hmm. so I soon realized that you still follow you wherever you go in the world. So that was very interesting for me. I didn't quite grasp that when I got here. And then for the past eight years, like I've just been on that journey of self-development, spirituality, all of those things and finding my own voice again, particularly not being around people that you know, I could then start to become myself. And I had an absolute fear of public speaking massively like a lot of other people and um which is very surprising of now I speak and now I teach other people how to you know communicate and, and do speaking so it's very very comical you know if you think about it <laughs> but just being on that journey of overcoming that and seeing the power of story and having my voice back it's just so powerful that to help people have a voice and share your story is so so powerful but the hope is that the hope is that anything's possible and you can change your life and you can change no matter what has happened in the past that you can change that and I think for me sharing my story and of course that's a very kind of condensed part of it is that the hope is is giving permission to other people like that's the biggest thing for me is that sharing my story and sharing where I am now is that by having a voice and sharing your story is so, 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 so powerful. Can you remember a time, Melanie, that or a time where you thought I when you came to the realization, perhaps that I, I haven't had a voice for so long. Here I am. I'm this young girl. I'm uh, going to head off to America and live my best life and my dream, my childhood dream. And then yeah. it's almost as though your voice got taken away then. Is that it? Would that yeah. be right? Yeah, de definitely. Absolutely. It would have been then. And when do you think that you had a realization, an awakening, an awareness? Can you remember a definitive moment that you thought, I've got my voice back and I feel like me again. Can you think of a defining moment like that throughout your journey? I think it would have been around about that five, six years ago of overcoming my fear of public speaking would, would definitely have been because even though I was starting to gather my voice again, to then really actually voice it to people was over overcoming my fear of public speaking. So it would have been around that five, six years ago. Would that have would have been that pinnacle moment where I actually felt like I had my voice again. And what kind of tips would you recommend to somebody who knows that, you know, when you just sit there and you know, you've got all this stuff just sitting there, mm. this fire in your belly and, and this total life journey inside of you and you just want to get it out you just want to speak it you want to speak it into existence you want to speak its truth you want to step into your story what would be some tips that you would give somebody because you found your voice to overcome that public speaking yeah. so what are some tips that you would give to somebody 
to be able to get it out just start by getting that story out to overcome that fear yeah and it's it can be so confronting to go down that line of, of story and I'm sure you know as well that particularly when I work with people it's very confronting and really the tips are around take some time for yourself and really think about the events or the situation or experiences that you have and kind of like mind map them like there's you do like a mind mapping if you're a visual person or if you're you know want to be able to type some things out start listing out events situations and really start to just kind of list them out and then if you're maybe at a point where you're like I'm not so comfortable just like putting it all out there like pick one of them and go do you know this one here I feel okay to just get my voice and be able to talk about this one experience so really bring it back to basics with you we all have so much of it and it's a bit like myself of you know that's a main story for me that I share with people but I wasn't comfortable to do that at the mm. beginning it's taken me time to be able to do that so it's like maybe for me I should have shared about being a fear of public speaking to then you know experience I had in the workplace to then going back to okay actually this brings me to today so really just take some time silent time for yourself and just start listing out brainstorming events situations highs lows you know dark light and then just start to go okay what parts would I be comfortable to start doing right now and then that will start to bring your voice to be able to share with people and, and then start to get some response back as well but keep it really simple and just start start sharing one thing at a time and with your story and you you tell it publicly now um of your your time in domestic violence was there fear of of judgment and things like that as well when you actually started doing the personal development and and speaking your truth yeah, absolutely. And um, I do really want to share this part because I think this is so impactful about the power of storytelling is that it had been about seven years ago and I used to do a lot of blogging and just videos of just, you know, out of the darkness into the light. Like that's the things that I, I was doing then. And I was doing a lot of blogging at the time. And um, I actually then wrote out this story and I actually voiced it. It was me voicing it, but in the written format of my of my time. And someone then someone then actually sent that to someone. And then, so what happened was I actually had contacted my ex-husband. I felt like I was at the point where I wanted to forgive and I wanted to move on. So in that process of me doing that, I then wrote the blog around everything that happened. Anyway, that didn't end very well after he then saw it and everything else happened, but that's okay. I was putting it out there and wanting my voice heard. So it stayed, it stayed mm -hmm. and he got blocked. That's fine. Um, but in that time, someone sent my blog to this lady back home in Scotland and then she read it. She reached out to me and I woke up one morning to this huge message in my phone and she needed to hear that and needed to read that and she said oh my god I've actually left my left my partner and um because of reading your blog and out of that like that's so impactful but here's like the absolute pinnacle of this whole scenario is that 
she was then currently involved with my ex-husband. So she was the current partner. Wow. Wow. I know. <laughs> That's a double kaboom, that one. Wow. I know. But isn't that so great? I mean, the positive out of that is that you've taken another bad situation that was a perpetual bad situation and you, yeah. you're almost almost stopping it in, in its track from, from happening yeah. again. Wow. Yeah. What like, are the odds on that, know. though? And so we must have had a mutual friend on Facebook. And to this day, neither of us know who it was because when they sent it to her, they blocked, they blocked, they mm. blocked her um, mm. off of it. And um, yeah, she ended up, she left him. I was going out back home six weeks later and I ended up, I, I met her for, I met her for coffee and we've been, we've been friends ever, ever since. And she, she never went back and, you know, it did stop there because since she left, he has not entered into another relationship since. And she bumped into him 18 months ago. I was back home again. She bumped into him while I was there. And he said that um, he's never been in a relationship and he won't. He said he's lost two amazing women from his behavior. And that was wrong. So, yeah, I, I then stopped that, wow. um, stopped that cycle there and then in that moment. So, and I didn't, I didn't know. I just contacted him so that I could have closure, wrote a blog, no idea that that was what was going to happen. And that is, that is the power of having a voice, whether it's spoken or written, is that you just never know who could read it or who could um, listen to it. And you could change that course for those people. And I mean, these are just the ones that you know about. There's, yeah. there's probably lots and lots more, no doubt, that have actually yeah. taken action or given them an insight to know that they can or a bit of hope that they can just by reading vlogs and hearing stories and sharing those messages of hope and overcome and things like that as well. So, wow, what an amazing story. That, um, and I'm so glad that you're kind of friends. And more importantly, he's on his, um, hopefully, his healing journey and he's learnt yes from that experience as well yeah. um, because sometimes we don't know why we do the things that we do either so hopefully that's helped him um, unbox yeah. what he needed to as well to be able to you know heal himself also and, and and we can only move forward from experiences like that that is absolutely amazing wow thank you for sharing that and I know you're doing some things in the amazing storytelling space and we'll be sharing how to uh, connect people with you if they want to share their stories and learn those kind of yes. techniques and, and, and skills and resources that you've got within your space as well, because you're helping so many to find their voices and to articulate their voices with confidence as well. But more importantly... How are you in your personal development journey now? Is that something that you're continuing as well? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think that, you know, for yourself as well, I think when you've been through something like that, the, the, the trauma is, is still there. And obviously trauma had been left for such a, you know, 12, 
nearly 15 years before I actually did anything about it. So I am consistently working on myself. I do get triggered with certain things. Um, mm. I work with coaches and I, again, I, I have a spiritual practice um, that I do every single day. So I, I literally am working on myself every single day to um, better myself, but improve myself to be able to help other people. And it brings back that hope. So I'm massively dedicated with um, meditation yoga everything like that astrology is my biggest thing this year that I've massively went into because you really start to go even deeper with the person that you are even without trauma it's um, ancestral and everything like that is it's fascinating so I'm, I'm massively into all of that that's so great to know and yes it is fascinating I'm so grateful that you shared your story and, and I know that each time we tell it it does bring up emotions no matter how many times we do tell it so we do appreciate that here and what kind of message Melanie would you like to leave the audience on today? Yeah I would love to share that wherever you go go with all your heart. Love that that is quite powerful. That is very, very powerful. Thank you so much for being brave to share your story. We'll be sharing where to connect with you. You are so appreciated. This is Melanie Wood. You need to connect with her. We'll be sharing out her links uh, to be able to connect with her, follow her. She is an inspirer. She is an empowerer. And she is a fascinating entrepreneur you need to go check her out so you can find the victim to victory podcast series on youtube spotify apple and our facebook group please subscribe share and comment and help be the change that the world needs and let me leave you with a message of figure out who you are and do it on purpose thanks a lot today melanie